And welcome again to AEWTF podcast. And we're going to be talking today about AEW Dynamite from March 24th, uh, 2021. Um, of course, in Jacksonville, because it always is in Jacksonville. But also, I saw uh, on a wrestling news site that will remain nameless that they are having house shows uh, starting WrestleMania weekend. Uh, AEW is, if you guys didn't see Does that. it. Yeah, I think it might just be the one because there's no Friday live event. WWE running, so it's only two hours away. I think they think they can get the WrestleMania crowd. Yeah, I mean it's what everyone does, right? Probably not yeah, this year. No, there's still the collective. There's like 16 indie shows in a row with no break. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're all wow. going to sell out though. Like everybody's going to be dying to go watch a live show. Yeah, I mean, me and Jason, when we went uh, two years ago, we went to the penis party. We tried to go to, uh, yeah, the peace party was the most, it was the most uh, fun ever because it was like everyone was in on this wrestling show is a joke and we all know it's a work and let's just enjoy it for the stupidness. So it was kind of fun. Um, but, uh, and then we tried to go to the New Japan uh, Ring of Honor show, but it actually was ridiculously expensive. It was like the only tickets were left were like $600 or something crazy. So, yeah, no. Yeah, I remember uh, we were looking at prices of all those shows like the week before you guys went. And there were some insane prices yeah. for some of those shows. Well, I guess WrestleMania is doing 45000 uh as we're not talking about it. No, they got their, 45,000 uh, tickets each They night. got the wrist slaps. Tampa said 25000 is max. Oh, Oh, okay. I didn't know. They had that. to change the on sale date and everything because of it. Oh, jeez. I, I didn't know Florida had any restrictions. <laughs> Florida, yeah, that's kind of, that's right? what I thought. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, to the other wrestling, uh, they opened up the show with uh, Kenny Omega and Matt Seidel, which is odd to me. I mean, yeah, I, I guess Matt Seidel has been winning a lot of. Uh, they said his record was really good or something, but and if you want, they this, set he this got up the uh, first episode of that Elevation show. They did an angle where yeah, Kenny and him had like a backstage thing, and he beat Kenny's boy, and then Tony Khan actually came out and proved why he should never be an on-screen character. <laughs> yeah, ever. yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully somebody got in his ear pretty quick and was like, "Hey, let's keep this to a minimum." I love on Botchamania when they do the send in the con and it shows him coming out like ushering everyone to the back yeah. or whatever. <laughs> that's basically that's my only Tony Khan on camera uh, thing. But the match was, I mean, the, Matt Seidel was great at selling. Uh, everything he was selling was looked really good. Um, I like. I think AEW got our my notes at least that their matches should be shorter because it seems like they do a lot less like fifty uh, fifty matches and everyone's equal matches. Like they gave. Matt Seidel a lot, but Kenny Omega was definitely like the focal point of the match and the purpose. The thing I like most about this is I absolutely hate the trope where oh, you're going to wrestle the champ in a non-title match and then you beat him to set up the fucking title match. So I'm glad that Kenny Omega didn't lose a non-title match. I have I have that in my notes. Very true. Yeah, I have uh, that I was glad they just had Omega win straight up instead of doing the WWE thing where Seidel's pinned the heavyweight champion and then but it, but it wasn't for, a title match. Like, yeah, yeah, every yeah. match the heavyweight champion wrestles in a singles match should be a title should match. A, Why is he ever doing a title match? Yeah. Uh, I I love that they talked. Like, they went really in-depth on the history of these two guys. Uh, like, the history yeah. they have between each other. So, 
That's in that's in Jason's hot takes too. But X, didn't Excalibur own PWG? So he's just <laughs> yeah, he was his own promotion. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then Super Dragon are the owners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, somebody's got to put over the PWG library. It's still out there. I did get a nice <laughs> chuckle of, out of a John Cena graphic going up during this match, though. Yeah, oh, I missed that. What was it? <laughs> TV is hosting called Wipeout. Oh. And they just, but he said a word about it, that, which made it even more awkward. That is funny. I think I saw the online memes that said John Cena is all elite <laughs> and had that little screen grab. <laughs> uh, he, uh, when uh, he caught the Meteora and buckle bombs, it was awesome. Uh, that yes. was fucking sweet. Yeah, that was same awesome. with the victory roll that yeah. he used for the falsy. Because I kind of figured Sidell would win because that's what always happens. So that victory roll got me. Man, the backbreaker sell by Matt Sidell, that was spectacular. Like just the way he. Crump, he went all the way up, like higher than I've ever seen one go up, and then he crumpled over his knee. It looked really good. To me, Omega is so much better as a heel, too. Like, he reins in some of the, the spottiness and he does a lot more character development and stuff. Just seems like he, yeah, he gets a, he handles the flow of the match a lot better, too. It gets undrained later on in the show, but yeah, <laughs> he wasn't as, as spotty as normal. Plus, he doesn't do as many hand gestures and stuff. I just like the, the jazz hands bother me the most. <laughs> he's just always doing like finger pointing and like finger thing. I don't know what he's doing. Bullet club. They're holding guns, bullets, that kind of shit. But he does other stuff too. Like not just the bullets, but then he'll do like other hand motions and well, stuff. Well, he kisses like, the gun. Like he's he shoots the gun and then he, I don't know. <laughs> he makes love to the gun. Uh, I, I wish they would st- – I don't know. I don't really like the uh, – I know that his whole gimmick is he's a sweeper, even though they never really talk about that. Cleaner. The, cl- the cleaner, cleaner. Sorry. Cleaner. Those true sweepers <laughs> are the dudes we work at. It's always so weird to me when the girls come out with the brooms, though. Like, I feel like if you're just – like, say this is your first time watching AEW, just every, every – <laughs> anybody that's the news got to be like, what the fuck is happening? True, but I mean, at least the Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleaders get some work in the offseason. Uh, oh, is that who they yeah, are? Yeah, it's not okay. a big enough thing that it, like, yeah, I, I just, every time I see it, I wonder if, like, hey, if this is your first time watching, what's your reaction? It's just dumb and obnoxious, which makes it good for a heel to use. Uh, there was a couple things on commentary I really liked uh, during the match. Uh, one was that Ka- Don Callis kept calling uh, Matt Sidale a young up-and-comer. And Excalibur would immediately yeah. state that, hey, he's the same age as Omega. What are you talking about? Uh, because, like, WWE will claim that a 20-year vet is a brand-new rookie. And, like, you know, that it was annoying. The biggest example of that, uh, the one time Carlos Colon was in a Royal Rumble, Gorilla Monsoon called a young, him a young newcomer. Yeah. He's probably 55 years yeah. old. Yeah, he'd already been on, like, the cover of every wrestling Jesus. magazine covered in blood fighting Abdullah the Butcher. And, yeah, Gorilla Monsoon's like, who's this new rookie fresh young face with all those scars. Uh, so, yeah, I do like that, like, they acknowledge people have been doing that. Like, WWE's getting a little bit better about it, but they still do it. Um, also, the the V-trigger's becoming the super kick, right? You just do it as a transition? I mean, if you, he it's kind of like always been one, though. He's never really won a match with it. I mean, if you knee a guy in the face yeah. enough, you're probably going to win. I, but if you notice, like, everyone's starting to do it. Like, uh, well, not starting, but, like, Dana Bryan uses his finish for a minute. Seth Rollins used it as a finish. Um, there's another dude I had – I thought of, too, and I can't buddy, remember now. But buddy, there's another dude I think in AEW does, does the – Alistair, oh, Alistair Black does, yeah, does it. I didn't think about him. 
But I yeah, it's I becoming think the, Kenny the made kick. it famous, right? I think he was the first one to really use it as like a signature move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other so. thing I really liked about on commentary was all of the uh, like fractured psyche talk about Omega. Because uh, it just works really well yeah. that like when AEW started, he had all the hype behind him and like this was going to be his platform to be like the main guy in America for the first time. And then he just kind of wasn't. And now like he's a champion and he's probably like paranoid. Like he's just waiting. He knows everyone just wants him to fail. Like there's a lot they can do with him. Uh, also, like, I feel like when AEW first started, I was like, well, Kenny Omega will be the champ and Young Bucks will be the tag champ and Cody Rhodes will be the middle card champ or whatever. And that didn't happen, but now it has, basically. Um, so Kenny wins. Good match. Uh, I didn't have a problem with it. Um, I think it's probably the, it's weird that the it best o- Matt Seidel match I've ever seen, probably. I yeah, I probably agree. I'd have to well, go back I, and look, but yeah, to recently, like you were saying, memory, Raven, yeah. about the one like that near fall. Like I bought a couple of the near falls. Like they were, they laid it out. They made it really good because that's why I was like, well, they're gonna have the thing where he wins, and then he'll get a, he'll actually get a title shot, and he'll lose that. So yeah, I I made right. on a few of the finishes. Same. So uh, then we had the uh, John Sil Alex Marvez with uh, Dark Order for to build up John Silver's match tonight or whatever. Um, I just, I mean, we'll get into it more later. So are the Dark Order heels or faces? faces. Yeah, and I think... You got to go... But then they, they had... come out. They come out the baby face <laughs> right. tunnel. Some, uh, sometimes. Sometimes uh-huh. they come out the heel tunnel. Uh, like they did. They come out the heel tunnel a couple weeks ago, I think. I'd have to go back and watch to be sure. Hmm. Well, well, we'll talk about the main later. They kind of were acting like heels a little bit, but um, so yeah, I mean, there was well, really nothing in that. I did besides, get the you know, laugh out of him dodging the uh, coffin drops. Yeah, I thought the coffin drop practice was yeah, great. It's uh, funny. I mean, you kind of like when Brody died, they had to kind of make him faces. Like, I mean, you couldn't, yeah, nobody's gonna boom him now. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think basically the entire thing is just going to be because they're kind of having Adam Page now. Um, like they had the thing with him and John Silver. So, like, I think there's going to be a mm-hmm. pretty good story there where, like, John Silver has to decide if he's going to stay with the Dark Order and, like, have fun or if he's going to start taking things more seriously. See, that's, yeah, I don't, that sentence is I don't weird think to that's me. where they're going because they had – it's kind of a hangman story. He was on the outs with his group, and now he's down and out, and he actually has some buddies, and it's going to give him motivation and put him on a winning streak and get him in the title picture, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it will. It, it's weird that the, um, it's weird the Dark Order is the funny fun group. It just it doesn't. I mean, it's not what I thought they were going to be at all. But well, it, wasn't know, it what works. They I were guess. until, unfortunately, Brody passed away. Yeah, well, I guess like it's kind of becoming that on the uh, what's on their BTE. show, the YouTube yeah. show. Yeah. Um, but then we have the largest man ever, uh, Caesar Bononi versus Hangman Page. Uh, it's weird. It was just weird how huge that Caesar guy was. Um, but he didn't work. I don't know if it's just Hangman. I know Hangman's not he, big. He's probably like you know what five nine, five ten somewhere around there. But this dude seemed gigantic. Um, the match was pretty quick. Um, it, Caesar didn't look bad. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, I like that they're doing matches like this, getting Hangman Page over instead of making it fifty-fifty between him he, and the Caesar. But there, there are two things that surprised me about this. One, I liked uh, 
that it took Hangman a couple tries to actually body slam him. Like it built up to him tossing him, which made sense. But it mm. is weird to me that uh, Caesar got a match on Dynamite after being the one that hurt Cody. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Caesar huh. is six foot six, two hundred. Jeez. 260 pounds. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah, he's a prototypical old school wrestler. Do you have like a database on your phone handy of like all the heights? Of all the... <laughs> yeah, only, yeah, only of guys named Caesar. Oh, it makes so, more Julius, last name Benoni. There we go. Oh, that's even a smaller. <laughs> no, I'm on a, I'm on a computer, so I can quickly Google <laughs> things if we need. Uh, uh, yes, you're yeah, a young. I'll Jamie. pull that up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> old ca- old cash. Uh, look. Yeah, up. he was in NXT for a short time. Well, not really a short time. He was. Uh, I thought he showed time, up man. in 2015 at the Performance Center. So then he oh, debuted wow. on 2017. Uh, but yeah, I remember him. Like I thought he was gonna get a little bit of a push in NXT, and then he just kind of went away. I don't remember him in NXT at all. Was his name I, Caesar? Was it Caesar Bonetti still? I want to say it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. I mean, he, he looked. I mean, even you know, NXT yeah. was one of the biggest guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, we were all <laughs> born uh, ten years yeah. too yeah. soon. So, I would be. I would be a me and Cash would be monsters now, and Draven would be normal size. Be I don't the, think you. I don't think you need to use the word normal. I think that's rude. <laughs> normie, he would be a normie. He's right there. Is that worse? He can it? hear you. <laughs> no, no. He told me put your oh, like Adam Cole was like six months. I hit the mute button. He can't hear anything we say, so <laughs> we can just say whatever. Uh, but is Adam like Adam Cole's your height? Isn't he, Draven? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like maybe okay, yeah, maybe so... an inch or two taller. But like I had one well, conversation. You worked, you with worked him our... before, and we were like pretty close to eye level. Well, you work Gargano. How well, how do you compare to Gargano? Is only an inch, inch or two taller as well. Yeah, see, that's crazy. Because if you think about it, like I've been we on shows with AJ, up, like, and if AJ doesn't have his lifts in, he's the exact same yeah. height as me. He's a tiny little guy. Wow, man! And I'm shoot six one and some change, six uh, two gimmick size or whatever. I'm a big guy. That's ridiculous. Uh, Cole is the smallest but, uh, human anyway, being I've ever met in real life. That was that wasn't a child. He's he's a he's got wow. yeah. I mean, I love I, the dude's an yeah, amazing has- worker, but he is tiny. Because uh, he was at a remix show because Britt Baker was on it, and it was right. Uh, he had just signed with NXT. Were you were you on that show, Draven? Yeah, I was on that. I- yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was. I so when I too. showed up, Adam kind of like pointed over and he was like, "Hey, like check out who's here." And I was looking to see who he was talking about. All I could see, I was, just, I was like, "Who's the who's the tiny child?" And that's what he, oh, that's what he said God. is Adam Cole. And I was like, "Are you shitting me?" I went over and said hi to him. And I was like, the whole time I was just like, "You are a little guy." <laughs> who's the tiny child? I kept doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean he's. He's one of the best workers in the yeah, business. So I, I was just shocked how small he was. He's yeah, small, great worker. Um, and then we we had a Lance Archer promo who's not small. And all he did, basically I got from it was that he said his name and the whole thing, the Murder Hawk Monster, like ten I, times. Got to sell them. I them. didn't understand what the yeah. point of this promo was. 
I don't I have two. I have two notes for this one. That I actually like the location they shot it. Like the rundown shack was a cool setting for it. And it it was like a change of pace. He was the first person I remember in a while that really talked up the dude he's about to be feuding with. Like he didn't call him and talk him down. He really hyped him up to make him mean something. That's what you're supposed to do, but people don't do that enough. You're right. People will be like, I could beat you easily. Don't say that. Once The Rock got over talking shit on everybody, that's what everybody wanted to do. That was a cool thing. I like I don't know if I just yeah. missed like what he said to connect the two, but he was like, if it wasn't for Sting, I wouldn't. And then like the, they're being hit. yeah. But there then was like no the connection. next yeah, then the you next sentence anything. was like, just so I'm gonna fight you. Like so, I was like, wait, what? Why would? Yeah, what you have a problem with that? I wouldn't be here if it were for you. I'm gonna fight you. Right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like Lance Archer's got some daddy issues. Yeah. I think. Mm. I do like the setting. The setting uh, was Archer really well. Like, yeah, it did. I like it. Looked. I mean, yeah, visually looked good. Uh, then we had another promo. Uh, Britt Baker came out and uh, started a feud with Mick Foley. Yeah, started a feud with Mick Foley. Yeah. Yeah, Mick Foley. Uh, they're going to do exploding another exploding <laughs> match between her and Mick Foley. I do believe. So, uh, did you see Mick good. Foley's response? Um, he uh no he congratulated Kane on getting into the Hall of Fame and then he was like uh <laughs> what yeah, he's like congratulations no. on being the only Hall of Fame dentist in pro wrestling and then what and then SmackDown oh. last night showed the tweet when they were talking about Kane which I thought was funny that <laughs> yeah <laughs> was like you guys fuck? are putting over Britt Baker and Mick Foley's feud and you don't even know it. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm the uh, only one, but I'd be totally down with the fucking hardcore match with Britt Baker and Mick Foley. Give him a payday. First of all, if you call her Britt Bacon, I'm way more into that. Because that's what I thought I heard. I don't know if I can watch Foley anymore. Britt like, Bacon. I'd, I'd watch it, but I'd feel like uh, Mick Foley was going to die at any minute. That's, yeah, that's kind of uh, what I everybody feels when they watch any of my matches. Uh, you're not wrong. The, the I forget which remix show it was. <laughs> yeah. It was like one of the first ones after I, uh, after Freebird got almost killed, and we showed up just to watch. And you were, I think you were in the main event in like a crazy ladder match. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was just I like, I was just because oh. I had just went through the shit with yeah, Freebird, yeah. and I was like, I can't fucking watch this. I was like, Draven's gonna fucking die. So I was like, I'm like, I left before that match because I was like, I'm not going to be here when Draven's dead. Because I just, there are only two real well, bad instances of almost dying, which is pretty low on my scale. The ham cutting. You say the that's got to be. A, well, one I was of talking them, right. Two per match is about lower than. <laughs> yeah, I think he meant two matches. But yeah, <laughs> almost getting my hand cut off is pretty. That was pretty traumatic. Worse than almost getting my hand cut off was having to go to the hospital and the ambulance and the nurses make fun of me because I'm in fucking spandex wrestling trunks. I had the same thing happen to me when I went in the ambulance too. Yeah, I, I had that too. And then they were trying to cut off like my mask well, and everything. I was like, just take it. I was like, just take it off. I fixed that. I took your mask off when the paramedics yeah. cut it off. I was like, I can't even take it off of it. They tried to cut my boots Jeez. off me in the ambulance. I was like, we, I was like, we've no. all had emergency fucking <laughs> yeah. uh, medical 
Thanks, wrestling. Yeah. Vance died. That's yeah. worse. You broke your back, which is the second worst, and then me almost losing my fucking hand. Thanks, Jesus. pro wrestling. Yeah, why do we You're do this? Awesome. At least we learned. We learned now. You know, yeah, we it was more broken. like we were. I was forced to stop because my body was like, "We're not doing this shit anymore." I... <laughs> what's What's funny is I can tell when Draven's going to do something stupid or hurt himself, even if I don't know the match. Is if you talk to him backstage, he gets a he gets a crazy look at <laughs> well, his hide. I'm like, oh, I was no. just like, because I think you came out and told me that some of the spots he, like Draven was talking about for that match. And I was just like, yeah. yeah I think I the one that ended up being the craziest in the match you're talking about, I did the uh, – I totally ripped it off from Royal Rumble 2001, I think it was, the suicide dive, and somebody just does a chair shot as hard as they fucking could uh, and would dive it, in their head. Yes. I, mean, I covered my head, and it only I, hit my arm, but it looked like it hit me in the fucking head. That's an awesome yeah. spot. the Benoit. I didn't know <laughs> we were allowed to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we well. can, we could talk glowingly <laughs> about Benoit on this podcast. So, well, <laughs> uh, well, right now with right well, now, let's things not are going for me. <laughs> anyway, <that>. so <laughs> this is getting dark. We should film these <laughs> earlier in the day. Yeah. So then we got another promo. I'm we shocked. Had, so we had three promos in a row. I'm shocked. We have Lance Archer, Britt Baker, and then Christian uh, is chatting with. Uh, oh, come on. Who gives a fuck? Uh, Dante Martin. I think, is that his name? Who gives up Dante Martin? Or am I making I think that you got up? a half right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Varsity Blondes. And then it's going to be Frankie versus Kaz. Wait, Frankie and Kaz. Right. Same guy. <laughs> or, wait. Yeah, same guy. Christian and were Frankie. They, there we go. Were they, they didn't, they didn't come right out and say it, but they're alluding to the fact that those two had like a pretty hot feud and impact maybe. That's what I was about to ago. ask. Okay. Yeah. Well, because that's what they talked yeah, about they their history, and I was like, that had bit. to be TNA then. But I, I didn't I didn't remember it. Like I didn't yeah. ever hear anything about it. They one kid that I remember specifically that was like a world title pay-per-view main event, I think. Then we had the the pinnacle um versus the the Varsity Blondes <laughs> and Dante who cares. Um it was uh, I mean, this was okay. Um I always feel like FTR when they work guys like that Dante guy are just out of place when they're like taking these weird moonsaults and stuff. It just feels like it doesn't fit them. Um, maybe because I'm used to them not doing that kind of stuff, but it's just uh, a little weird. Um, I'm not, the varsity blondes aren't that impressive to me. They're okay. It's just, they seem like they're, they need a lot. I like them a lot. It's like uh baby face. Like, I mean, they're, they're not going to be like, they're not going to be the main guy. Yeah, I think soon, they're ba- I, I like them. They're they're definitely underneath. I don't want to go out on too much of a limb here, but do you guys also have trouble when you find out that like somebody does something shitty in the real world that kind of takes away from yes. how you view them on the screen? Yes. Uh, from some of his tweets, Pillman Jr. is kind of a hardcore anti-mask. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. So it's hard for me I, to get into I've, his shit. I've That's always wondered about that dude because uh, like he works. He wrestled. In the, he wrestles in this area a lot, or he did before AEW. And no one on yeah, like, none of the dudes I know on those shows have really ever had good things to say about him. Like they don't say bad things, but they don't really, you know, ever talk about him at all. They're just kind of like, oh yeah, he was there. 
they're always like, oh, it's cool to work <laughs> yeah. the son of Brian Pillman. <laughs> like, they never really put over yeah, like, damn, uh, like, oh, it's cool but, who your dad was. I mean, so. the same issue with Jericho uh, having Donald Trump Jr. on this fucking podcast. His wife was at fucking the at the Capitol storming it. Yeah. And he gave Trump like 30 grand, I think it was, for his yeah, campaign. Yeah, like I mean, but then, like, you look at WWE, and, yeah, like, yeah. the main guy is like Trump's boy. Like, that's true. Whatever, yeah. So, and Linda McMahon yeah. worked in the administration. Uh, so, I mean, you know, Trump is a Hall of Famer. So, better. I did like that the yes. uh, new pinnacle theme is clearly the WCW horseman theme. Horseman, horseman yeah. theme. Yep, it sure it is. It did also <laughs> occur to me. See, so Matt Connard posted something about the Reaper coming back or something. So maybe he got the rights to that back. But it occurred to me that I might have figured out why Spears actually trademarked that. Am I wrong in the wow. timing that when that happened is the brief period of time when Undertaker's contract lapsed and he was actually scheduled for a star cast with Conrad Thompson? Maybe he thought Undertaker would need mm. a different name. So he trademarked that real quick to try and get a payday out of Undertaker. Did he never? Did he ever use it? I thought he no, actually he never used, used it. Though, it Spears. Oh wow. Okay. Well, that's good. That's a that's a victory for Connard, and it'll make me hate Sean Spears first, less. Than, yeah. you know. My first note I mean, for not, this match not, is not just much, that like. Sean Spears looks like a fucking idiot. Like a haircut is not. Don't like yeah. he needs. To, he needs to not do that. Like just go bald or grow your hair, one or the other. I, I he had a solid I, uh, look I in that, NXT when he was doing like the regular hairstyle, but shit shaved yeah. into it. I don't know why he stopped doing that. He was. I was in OVW with him, and he was an alright guy. Yeah. Like, uh, what did you guys with... think about the dive spot where Wardlow steps in front and, the, and three guys don't dive? H- hated it. I was in my note. Hated it. Why? Warno gets dove on all the time. What? Three I, dudes could have I did on. not enjoy stopped? it. Like, I was trying to figure out a way to That's explain weird. it. Like, why would anybody ever dive again? If, like, if somebody's standing there, what's one of them's going to hit somebody? So, if it's three on three, you're definitely going to take out your target. But if dudes in front, He's going to take at least one or two of them out of the equation, and the other one's probably going to get caught and slammed on the ground. That's how I took it. Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, it puts, it Ward puts Wardlow over. <laughs> text him. It put text him, him over get like him crazy. in here, and we're going to tell him it's up. Uh, <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. I mean, hey you now. know, it puts him over as like, do not fuck <laughs> with this guy. And at least it did. The, uh, it does. Six man square off the FTR dove does for every commercial yeah. break. Yeah, they did. I. <laughs> now I, I'll kind of like it if uh, from now on no so, one ever dives on Wardlow. Like even in matches, if he like just is standing there, people go to do it and then they see him and they stop. Like I'll like I want to say for he did the same thing for MJF matches, but that makes a little more sense yeah. when it's one on one and he's blocking one guy you're trying to get to. Yeah, I still. I, I mean, I, it wasn't. Super it egregious. Just, I thought just, it was just I don't weird. Was like, I mean, it puts Wardlow spot. over, but I was just I mean, like, three dudes, like, none of all of them at the same time had the exact same. Oh shit! Let's stop. Like, not one of them was like, "Fuck it, let's go." Yeah, 
Uh, also, uh, the thing we dreaded about everyone getting the mic and cutting promos, and we're like, oh, thank goodness that didn't happen. It didn't feel it too did long ago, now, pretty much. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it's because they were blown up, which helped. This was like a great story. old school fucking Crockett style promo where they're yeah. fired up and they're all angry because they're blown I up agree. and they're fucking into it and they're feeling it. Yeah, they just beat the shit out of three guys. Yeah, I I like yeah, I like this a lot more. A lot more. Right before they went into the promo, so Wardlow hits that knee on whoever. I gotta say, I don't like that knee as a finish for him. It's one of those things that, like, dude, he needs to do in real life is super hurty, but it doesn't visually look as good as the other shit he's done. Like he does the F five there. He used to do the sit out version on the indies and stuff. Yeah, I remember that, and I I like that better. I like pretty much any. It needs to be something where he's picking up a dude and showing his strengths. Like that doesn't show. Any, you can first of all, the camera never gets it. They get Warlord's back, and I'm just like, okay, what happened? That like, was, but it just doesn't. Yeah, look. That good. was my thing. I have, hurts, I have on I'm my sure. notes that I don't know what Wardlow even did to Pillman Jr. because AEW's amazing production crew struck again. Like there's everybody's in the ring yeah. in the same corner, and. You can't see a damn thing. Like, go to the other corner and do this. That, well, again, that could I be, think that's, that could be I think the, that's the weird setup they have in Jacksonville because the hard cam's across from the entranceway, but they want the promo set up in the entranceway with that as the backdrop. So it's, like, weird. It's Instead of a sideways hard cam, it's, like, a straight-on yeah, hard just, cam. I was just, just going to say, just, there were just too many oh, people in the ring and the camera guy was in the worst possible position. So, like, I didn't even know what he did. I was like, well, he kind of made him move a little bit. What's well, the second time Warlords got me on that? Because when he, they were beating up uh, the inner circle, he put someone on the top rope and ground by throw. And I was like, you want to do some over-this-head choke slam, like a power slam type choke slam over like a front flip i thought that would be really cool and then he's like i was like oh he did a weird knee that's weird and then it happened again and i was like oh he's gonna do a choke that's slam. his current like, oh, finisher yeah, now, though. he's forgot. used that and it's only dark so i'm sure you haven't seen it but that's what he's been using for probably six six or eight months now as a finish so i wonder why warlow doesn't get any work on the main thing? They think he's too green. What do you think? Why do you think they're? Kind I of wouldn't think that's their opinion because his first fucking TV match was a main event cage match against Cody Rhodes. You don't do. You don't do that. But do you think that made them go? Green. Made them. But you think that made them go? Hey, let's no. Go I back think a I think it's the or opposite. It's like saving. they know they got something there and they don't want to make the mistake yeah. of rushing it. Yeah. Almost, you know, okay, that's what I was the, hoping. The push but came I, a little bit before he kind of put it all together and was actually like solid in the ring. Yeah, that was my. I I think they just yeah. don't want to uh, like dilute his stuff. Like they don't want to give you a lot of them yet. Like wait till they're ready to really push them. I do think they have some like. Yeah. They don't have everything fleshed out completely, but I do think they have the backbones of what they want to do for like a year or two in the main event scene. And if it doesn't include him, why rush him into wrestling all the time and shit right now? Yeah, he's obviously going to be the guy who breaks away and is a baby face, right? And kills MJF. Is that what we're yeah. all thinking? Yeah. Um, well, surprise, surprise, we have a promo. Uh, we had a promo after just, the match and then into a I'll promo. I'll just get this out here has. since we're talking about promos. This week, 15 promos, six <laughs> matches. Oh, that my counts, God. That that's counts a record, like all the videos right? and all the 
like picture in picture promos I did because I did a couple of those too, but 16 promos. Uh, about halfway through the show, I thought, oh man, I should be wow. counting these. And then I was like, uh, I bet Draven or Jason will. <laughs> That's my new deal. Yeah. I thought the, yeah, I, I thought the same did. thing, and I was like, Draven's got it. <laughs> so. Uh, but the, also this uh, promo in the back, like I really like uh, Cage, but he is not good at selling subtlety. They're like, yeah, we're all on the same page. And he's like shaking his head, eye rolling, like very visibly, not subtle at all. And all the dudes are just ignoring that. Well, he's I think I think that's kind of what they're supposed to do, though, because but... Ricky Starks like over exaggerated his part, too. Yeah, it's just weird because it doesn't, I, didn't understand. I don't know, it I, fit, like, I don't know but... what they're doing at all. Like, also. I don't know if they've realized that they have too many groups, but like, I feel like. No, I think I feel like ta- I feel like the Taz yeah. group is a good group. So hopefully they're not like, I mean, it'd be like if they're going to do like inner turmoil and like then they they all come to an agreement, or whatever. But I'd hate to see that group get broken up already. I kind of think that uh, right now they don't have anything to do with them since they're done with the Sting feud. So they figure feud them with each other to give yeah. them something to do. And I would assume that it ends with Cage leaving the group. The only point the, I have uh, on this promo, the FTW belt is just a waste in AEW. I wish they'd just forget that it exists. Here. doesn't add anything to the show. Uh, I, for, I forgot yeah. about it even until you said that. So that tells you something. Um, the bodybuilder uh, giant wrestler fan of me really wants to see Warlow versus Oh, uh, God, Cage. that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> so, uh, Hopefully I have not. a couple things about this from <laughs> yeah. another um, goddamn it AEW production. What you're doing um, standpoint. So going back to the post match and the pinnacle promo. So Tony interviews them. They do the promo. They give Tony the mic back. And then while he's standing in the ring, he's the, he's the one that pitches to the Taz promo. Yeah, he starts talking. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why wasn't a JR? Because if like so, Kayf, like, yeah, I was like, uh, character-wise, MJF of all people, if he hears Tony talking about another group, he's going to be like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? Like, where are the group right now? Like, what are you even?" That's a very good. So point. then, why have the Taz yeah. promo right after the goddamn Pinnacle promo? Why have the Taz promo at all? Actually? Why? Yeah, well, got yeah, we didn't really use it at all. But don't put it like Pinnacle's your hot new group. Don't now give us some shit from another group. Like, space well, it out. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. That, that can also be a positive because if you show me a diamond-studded ring right next to a dog turd, <laughs> it's going to make the diamond-studded ring really stand out, right? <laughs> so Team Taz is a dog turd? That's not uh, a good one. I did like the case well, with the no, 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 I like Taz. I love Taz when he was a fucking me too. ECW guy. Me too, man. When he first came in WWE, I was He's so excited to my color. Uh, see him come in WWE, and then I was still excited. I'll go back and watch his ECW matches, and oh, I'm still nice. like, that's the most badass yeah. human being to ever exist. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, Cage is like a big uh, Mortis guy, right? Like, he was the only person yeah, who ever uh, Mortis. Chris besides, Canyon were actually, real good friends, and he passed the uh, Mortis can- gimmick on to him that he did on the indies a couple times, right? Oh, yeah, and that's why. Oh, Cage, okay. I did Cage not know any of who better at yep. the end. Yeah, yeah, that's why he does that. So, uh, you know, oh, okay. to him, so Canyon. So, <laughs> but uh, then we got, uh, guess what? 
a promo. Tony Schiavone standing out there, and out comes the only QT Marshall for some reason. The only um, note I have about and this like one, I've too all, good. I got to get it out. His wife is definitely cheating on him if he doesn't come home. At <laughs> Go ahead. You could just tell by the look in her eye when he would put the camera on her. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, yeah, things she's are like, going oh, quite well for that's me. Fine. I, don't I, I worry like about it. <laughs> but uh, I get the money, I don't have to deal with you. <laughs> uh, also, it's funny that I just kept on saying, like, well, he's just Cody's buddy who got a job, and that's kind of his gimmick now. So, yeah. And Cody comes out in a sling and is like, I'm going to wrestle you. Why, why did no one mention his injury? Like, no one talked about him being hurt if he could wrestle. If he well, could. he's in a sling. It's an it's like, exhibition. All right, we're next week, and no one said a word. Like, yep, that sounds good. And he's oh. not going to put, he's not gonna he put the figure not four on him. hit the crossroads on him? What? So, yeah. All QT Marshall has to do is show up and punch him in the nose. I feel like there was good content in this promo, but there's so many better guys on this roster than QT Marshall. I mean, if it's a one-week thing and you're yes, throwing a bone to a dude that really does work super hard behind the scenes, fine. But if this stretches out any longer, it's kind of a waste. Yeah, then it becomes just buddy booking. Giving a guy a break because he works, he trains a lot of guys, he does the school, all that stuff, that's cool. But given more than that, he's got to sink I'll be the swim. first one to say he was in a pretty dope uh, okay. bunkhouse match Keep going, but I don't think it's Dustin versus Butcher and the Blade. It was a really fucking oh. good match. Oh, speaking of that, he brought that up, and then he mentioned that they gave oh, him the did, win. Did he word it like that? Like he just killed Kefe. He said, uh, "They even." Uh, he goes, "If you remember, uh, I even was the one who was able to pick a, get the win for the Buckhouse match. Uh, so they thought highly yeah, of me then, and I was like, sucks. What do you mean uh, they thought highly of you? It's an athletic contest.' Yeah, so." So he just kind of subtly mentioned that they, you know, were willing to put him over then. But yeah, so that was weird. Um, uh, yeah, a yeah, uh, so side effect of this whole that. thing Hooray. that just popped in my head now. So this this major fucking death feud over Cody not being able to hold his baby and his arm getting broken by Penta's just done a one and done. Yeah, apparently everything's good now. Apparently, He's like, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I you like, yeah, my I, arm and touch I, I, on me, but I got a roll up and I pinned you. So we're friends now. Yeah. Yeah. I know soldier move and pinned you. So, you know, whatever. What are you going to do now? I made you look like a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. My <laughs> only note from the promo yeah. was yeah, just, just nope. Uh, <laughs> was, good as, as soon as I saw Q- <laughs> <laughs> yep. As soon as I saw QT Marshall QT, and Tony Schiavone standing nope. there for a promo, I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I don't I don't need any of this. I don't know how it's gonna work with Arn being the ref of their match next week, by so, the way. Uh, the next uh, yeah. dude dude doesn't have functionality in his one whole hand. How's he random. gonna get on the mat and count and slowly? It better just be one big angle or something. So like what is an <laughs> exhibition match then? Like no no strikes, I'm guessing. It's, like what does it even mean? I don't know. Uh, I know what exhibition match means in video games. <laughs> I, not what's it mean life. to play this out? I mean, they don't, so they don't, it doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. Maybe. I Maybe. assume it won't count, it won't the, count record. the record. There, I assume Maybe. no strikes. Uh, you're already going too far with what you're assuming. Because, <laughs> like, it's just a match. Like, every match is an exhibition yeah. match, but not for a title, I would think, right? Technically, I think, yeah, I would agree with that. So, yeah, all right. Yeah, pretty. 
So yes, the next match, match, Draven, am I wrong? Didn't you work Laredo kid? I uh, can't say enough good things about him. Yeah, how was that? Really cool to work with, and uh, shit was really fucking good. He definitely deserves to be in the spot. How was? I believe was, he's uh, actually lives in Texas. So while he is Spanish and speaks Spanish, he also had decent English. It wasn't like perfect English, but we were able to communicate pretty easily. Okay. Because he really didn't talk in the promo, so before leading up, of course there was a promo. Yeah, like his, his uh, the language had, barrier wasn't bad at all. Cause but uh, I did get hurt in that match, and we cut out one of the falsies because I was so hurt and just going home or whatever. That's the match where I did the homicide dive and just had to move out of the way, and I shot yeah. overshot the mats and landed on the hardwood floor. Oh yeah. yeah, I remember that spot. I forgot it was him though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, this match, uh, when we were talking about how Kenny Omega toned down things or whatever, this was the opposite. They were just doing, how dare you? first of all, no one he has a wife. I'm sure Cutler she cares a little will. bit. And he's just, he's a stupid, he's a stupid uh, guy. It's one of my Omega favorite moments like, ever where he's like, you pick, later on, you, and you like, even pick Brandon Cutler over me. And he goes, what does that mean? <laughs> I thought that, that was mean? great. I didn't pick yeah, up I got that in my notes. What's that mean? But he's like a drag. He's like he is like I like dragons, man. I'm gonna you know, dragon. He does Dungeons like, and no Dragons, reason. and he'll have like AEW guys on his YouTube page to play Dungeons and Dragons with him. You know, like, awful. I, <laughs> I did think they <laughs> should have had down. him like be like really fascinated anyway. <laughs> with the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kids, like their masks and everything, and just him looking at him being like, "Oh man, those guys are awesome." They look, they look kind of like dragons. <laughs> I was, uh, I was going to the fridge getting something to drink or eat or whatever when uh, the Lucha Brothers music hit for this match to start. And I actually audibly out loud said, fuck yeah, and ran back to my couch. <laughs> Pumped for the Lucha Brothers, man. Yeah, I I mean, in a way, I kind of hope they are. I do like the Lucha Brothers. Pretend like the Cody and Penna thing's over so they can go back to just having the Lucha Brothers. And it's supposed to be a group of Pac, but Pac's hurt now, so who knows? I love their theme. Yeah. Yeah, he tweaked his ankle. Oh, I didn't know know he was hurt. That sucks. So, uh, Laredo Kid, I think, is really good. That and He He did work with them in AEW before. Before they had TV Um, and they were just doing their first couple pay-per-views, he was in a main event. It was uh, those three versus Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. That, wasn't that the main event of their first show? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember. It's the it. one that, like, I think they cut a bunch of time from it. No, no. Uh, you're thinking of All In. Okay. That had, that had like, Ibushi and other stuff. Uh, I don't okay. think this was, was actually the main theory. event. I think it was a semi-main event of their first AEW pay-per-view. Gotcha. All right. So, yeah. So this I match mean, had all the spots. I, all of them. They finished out had the, whatever the fuck out this little the headstand left. submission thing was. I didn't. I hated that. Talking about, I have no idea what the fuck he was going for there. Yeah, it like it added nothing. The headstand added zero to the move. Uh, I I like that they just did everything though. Like if we're gonna get like a six man lucha match, like heat. just yeah, fucking I want everything. Especially that one strike exchange they had the, near the end of the match. I mean, yeah, stuff I, like yeah, that agree. really does come off. As them being an alternative to WWE when they're going thousand miles an hour doing cool strikes like that and shit. 
I, I agree. It's so I just wish there was just there's always just little things that bother me when matches get this crazy. So the one this is no one is not going to bother anyone else, and no one else probably even noticed. But the uh, heels went for a dive or whatever, and the crowd was super excited. I don't know if there were the heels and faces. Cut them off. And well, I, like, I don't like Brandon Cutler. That makes him the heel. Uh, right? I, the Lucha Brothers <laughs> were the yeah. I, yeah. Well, because well, the Lucha Brothers uh, aren't like, supposed to Brand be heels. So, like, uh, they're kind of like cool what? heel tweeners. Penta was a heel last week with yeah, Cody, but before Phoenix that. was a baby face in his squash match last week, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, Steven. Well, this, make, this makes it even yeah, worse. Like, I mean, he I watched this match <laughs> solely looking at it as, like, this is a six a six man Lucha match. Like, I didn't give a shit about psychology. I don't think he can because this didn't have it. Like it broke down quick. Yeah, and I'm, now, I'm fine for what. Now, having was, said that, yeah, there is a part kind of early on where I was it. honestly shocked to see it. Uh, Penta, they were setting up a spot where like uh, uh, Laredo Kid hit something, and then Penta hit something, and then Phoenix was going to hit something, and F- uh, Penta made sure he was tagged in. And then Ray Phoenix made sure he hit the blind tag on Penta. So I was I was like, all right, let's, you know, usually these six-man like, lucha matches have zero tags. Yeah, I got a note here about, so, so post-match, I don't, Kenny comes you guys out. I don't um, really follow too much Laredo kidship, but I pay attention to it just because he was so cool when I worked with him and stuff. So he actually main evented their WrestleMania, Triple Mania against Kenny Omega this year. In... They, I think they but vaguely his, mentioned it, right? Or he has multiple did. different Someone finishers, mentioned. but I thought it was Probably. funny that. Uh, so he he does his version of the Spanish Fly to win here, but he kind of lands missionary style on him. Like he doesn't do it like a rock mm-hmm. bottom. He does it more like a belly to belly. But he also yeah. has a variation where the opponent is facing out, and it's like a German suplex version of the move where it looks like he lands doggy style on him. So I just Jesus. think the finisher is just sexual related. Oh, <laughs> Hopefully man. he's like, is he, uh, is he signed back with them? <laughs> Do you know? Uh, he, I think he's contracted to AAA, but they have like a working agreement. Oh, okay. Them. Yeah. Cause hopefully he's going to be on a few more episodes coming up. I mean, I'd be with the Spanish fly, so I should probably have a spot though. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I... Yeah, right. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. They care about that. They care. This AEW, is a my record. And over product, straight so up, you beat him. Right? You guess it. There you go. That's, I mean, yeah. You're using their own yeah. logic. It's funny that half the, it's true. Half the roster. Uh, guys during the match, they. Uh, half the roster is dudes that work facade at Remix. Um, so, uh, yes. Uh, during the match, Excalibur yeah. name dropped the motor, uh, motor, shooting, motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, they do that. Uh, they finish uh, the future with the machine guns, don't they? I just want to say that I hope at some point in the very near future we yeah. get the machine guns and the Briscoes in AEW. I doubt the Briscoes. Oh God! Oh man! Well, yeah, the Briscoes are a ring of honor until they're in the out, grave. They've said stop WWE from. Oh really? God damn it! Uh... <laughs> uh... I'm sorry. Quit rooting. It's like goddamn WrestleZone.com. 
I feel like. <laughs> hey, oh, I don't, hey, I don't know, know what the, that is, Mark. You better put the five minutes we're talking before this episode on. <laughs> the message we also need to spread is, hey, yeah, wrestlers, we quit being fucking earlier, assholes. Uh... Quit being shitty people. Are yeah. you directing that at me? I can't believe I both of you got, like, right now. got to what I was saying. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was being very subtle. Yeah, we're usually slower than that, but Kenny no Omega came out and you, tried to Kenny. two-sweet the Bucks, and the Bucks were like, no too-sweet for you. Um. Which I, I actually liked uh, the promo because I liked that he uh, was. He, I think he put over WWE too much. He said I could have went to the big. Did he say big time or he said I could have went to uh, the, the big show no, in New York? No, he just like said I'm like don't call it the big. Just say New York or whatever it was. Big city. There was an adjective to ex- to explain New no, York. I don't remember yeah. what it was. <laughs> Sounds okay, stupid. That makes bad, me think it's like a Simpsons episode. But but anywhere uh, <laughs> monorail. Like, turns out Kenny Omega's <laughs> kind of like a backwoods hillbilly. He's like, all oh, the big I city. Think it... <laughs> He's a Canadian hillbilly. Oh, and also AEW needs to bring up the fact, well, I, I mean, I'm going to lie for the story, that I beat Kenny Omega at foosball. Actually, he beat me, but still, my record so with Kenny's zero and why... one. Awkward. I mean, okay. same as a lot of the other guys. <laughs> That's enough. Draven and he wrestled the guy. Big deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, oh yeah, that matters, I guess. That's why I wish I would have. I'm terrible at foosball. I didn't you know were a bigger nerd than Kenny Omega. Omega. I was like, yeah, that moment in time. This, so let's do this. Yeah, yeah, I was actually, but uh, I think his promo was really good because that I think that was. I feel that was super true that he didn't choose those other companies. He chose the bus. I thought it was really good. He didn't story choose AEW, chose yeah. his yeah. friends basically instead of going and staying in New Japan. Yeah, I thought so too because I, fe- I felt that was legit. And not very many I don't know exactly the where the storyline is going, but I'm definitely along for the ride. If that makes sense. So I, uh, I'll tell you where I think it's going here soon yeah. when we get to another promo. I'm going to put you on mute. <laughs> is this is this all? No, no. This is all about Jason's uh, wrestling just, fanfic. Yeah, I mean, where is, like he needs to be here for the fanfic. <laughs> or does he? Or does he? We got to build anticipation. Um. So yeah, they 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 end up beating up Kenny um, or uh, the. Luke I, I didn't. I Kenny didn't like face, it. It felt like a, was a little the end of an indie show where you just want to send the crowd home happy. Yeah, they have this weird need to set up next yes. week's matches by a yes, post match beatdown every single match. Because yeah, they're yeah. booked in a six man tag next week on the show, and that's what the purpose of that segment was, I guess. Yeah, you can tell the roster is way too bloated because there's a lot of they got to do six mans quite a bit just to try to get guys on TV, but. Um, anyway, so that was yeah. eh, okay. The good brothers were late. Um, I'd be a little pissed if I was Kenny. Um, so Jake, I, we're still doing her, that, man, that promo. Uh, it was all right, but like she looks so fucking amazing. Like, I I assume Vince has just fired everyone <laughs> in talent, talent relations. Like, as soon as he sees her and like knows that they didn't sign her, he's got to be pissed, right? 
he went a step further. He didn't just fire everybody. He hired re- yeah, he I'm rehired sure. Johnny Ace, which is ten times worse. <laughs> yeah, he's like yeah, because Johnny Ace wouldn't fuck this up. <laughs> yeah, I can't like she's like she's the yeah. ideal picture so... of what McMahon. Like I'm sure her versus Charlotte would be his ultimate WrestleMania main event. Her speaking in this promo, even though it was a pre-tape, was just so wooden. She is not a good talker. Yeah, I'm hoping. I think she'll. Probably, I think she might develop that because she kind of has like a natural yeah. like charisma. So it's almost like she still charisma. feels like yeah. she's playing the role of a wrestler versus Speaking actually being a wrestler. exactly. Well, I I think she is. I mean, she really. But is. she toned she's down her right in-ring now, taunts. That was good. So, like, she, one, you know, but... I think somebody got to her um, and was like, "Hey, you don't need to taunt yeah. the whole match." Yeah. You know who got to her? Penta. That's his gimmick. He was Penta. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but speaking well, of charisma, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. The high Moxley, spot of the whole damn like show here. Are me they announced the Cody Rhodes TV show. What? <laughs> oh, God. All right. We yeah. can talk about that now. Just the <laughs> said. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah, I, I mean that does not. I mean, I might watch it. TNT, like they Randy, fucking but, love Cody, don't they? Uh, no. Like that dude's got that dude's got a hell of relationship relationship with them. He's been on they a TV show. On... He's on a TNT show now. What the fuck's next? Is he going to show up well, on Impractical Jokers next season or something on True TV? Probably. Well, does Ted Tur- does Ted, Ted Turner, Turner is TNT? Is in his nineties and has what? dementia? Like, <laughs> They merged with Time Warner and Warner Brothers and AOL. Well, they all merged I'm sure he into loved that company, but it's still owned by the same. Maybe there must be Dusty Mark still left in the company. Probably, maybe that's why Cody is business, so loved like, or whatever. I don't know, but he's doing media stuff too. Yeah, he's yeah. executive producer too. So if the it's job's a shitty way, up, who's I don't mean this as a knock on Cody, and it's going to come off this way, but he's very much like the Miz. And that, like, he's super good at media and doing, like, the promotional work. Well, I don't okay. think that's a knock. I think Not the Miz really. the ring is awful. Yeah. Yeah, but the Miz is great at what – I mean, the Miz is great at a lot of things. He's just not good in the ring, but – and he's the best they the have. But that is a knock because this show is a complete ripoff of Miz so, and Mrs. Isn't it? it is. Uh, I'm appalled that you two both just said yeah, the Miz it is definitely ish, like dog shit in the ring. I don't, I don't think he's. Dog I don't shit. think he would get out of my beginner's class when I ran training school. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's that's a hot take right there. <laughs> but then uh, we had WWE world champion I mean, just a like, couple nope, weeks ago. Nope, get out, nope, get out of my. He said the same thing. He said the same thing about HBK to me once. He was like, "Man, HBK wouldn't make it out of my beginner put, class." So he he has a high bar. I'm a genetic. Well, he slaps guy. his leg. <laughs> yeah. He slaps no, his leg. Genetic so passed day one. He got the certificate. <laughs> it's uh, I. I already told this story, but JD, <laughs> I always made the joke he was genetic. After like, yeah, meeting Teddy and working with Genetti, no one should want to yeah. claim so, uh, that they're the genetic. Yeah, yeah, I worked in too. It was an experience, but but uh, 
Eddie Kingston and John put it, speaking of putting ourselves over Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, I feel like is uh, if <laughs> we, me and cash are the great value, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Uh, so you guys, I, I love you guys them. are the Kroger's version of uh, I was thinking family dollar. Yeah. The Kroger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that was really good. I love the uh, blood under the fingernails. Both of them are the best talkers really in the business, stuff. and they can't have a bad them. promo if they try it at this point. I loved Moxley telling, like, telling the young bucks, like he really doesn't like them. He doesn't really know what they're up to. But if they're going to get involved, they better be ready. You know, I love that. Uh, so here's what I think they're going to do with the Bucks, uh, and yeah. where I where Draven was like, I don't know where the story is going. So my guess is they'll do a war game style match with Mox, Kingston, the Bucks, and maybe Cody. And then the Bucks will yeah, turn I was thinking, heel. I was thinking War Games is uh, reserved for Pinnacle versus Inner Circle. Oh, that too. Pinnacle. Oh, you're probably yeah. right. They could just go full yep. TNA and just do a show full of War Games. A full matches. show full of War Games matches. They could do double I, I hope they don't. You know, open with one, close yeah, with one. Yeah, I hope they don't as well. Because uh, that's like the Hell in a Cell. When you get two Hell in a Cell matches, or, uh, yeah, or uh, two Elimination Chambers. I was like, this is just fucking yeah. dumb. I want to say it was last year they did three fucking Elimination Chambers. Yeah, they, they had a women's one, and yeah. They definitely did three Hell in a Cells this year. Well, speaking of the women, the women's match, we got Nala Rose and that Ty Conti, which I like. It's that. amazing Ty to me Conti. how She's much like she has improved her, since she left you know, WWE. Legit. Like she was one of the worst women on the NXT roster, and she's one of the best women on AEW's roster. Did she use the same name in NXT? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I I, I vaguely remember her in NXT. They, but they really they really forced her to stick to only doing like jujitsu shit. She wasn't allowed to wrestle. Wrestle. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I guess she's legitimately like gonna fight, uh, have an MMA fight soon. Really? Yeah, I just I saw that earlier, like right before we started recording. Hmm. That's weird. Do I have to explain um, to you I, I like why her. Dark like Order came out with her victory, for a minute? I feel like that might be uh, something forever. I have to explain to you. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I just. Let so Dark there, Order do whatever. There is a anymore. woman in like, Dark yeah, Order. She's injured right now. That Anna Jacek is a member of Dark Order. And they introduced Ty as like her best friend. And she was trying to get her to join, but she never officially joined. So it's kind of like, will she, won't she? She was half in, not totally in. Oh, okay. And they kind of stopped the angle because she got hurt. You well, might I, I do remember the commentator saying something her guy, like, her mentioning up on that. Anna J a couple times, so. Hey, you guys will never guess what happened yeah, after this. Yeah, and a Post promo. Match, are we skipping yeah. over the fact that uh, watching another <laughs> uh, Rose match is like watching somebody try and walk a three-month-old baby on a leash? Dude, it... She sucks. Yeah, and just, There's, it's mostly her... So whatever the 619 spot where she got into that position, yeah, she took yeah. whatever strike and then just like walked and like Ugh. fucking sat in the position. It was so terrible. Yeah. She's awful. Uh, yeah, the drop like to hold on the I was rope so glad so they gave. Uh, is it Ty or Tay? Both Ty Tay. Tay Tay Conti or Ty Conti? I think it's Ty. 
Okay, well, I was, I was I so glad they gave her the win because I was just like, because she like had all this fire behind her and like intensity and looked like she actually knew what she was doing and wanted to be there. And then, like you said, you had Nyla Rose just sort of like stumbling slowly around. Dude, it got to the point where I wish she would tag out to Vicky Guerrero because <laughs> yeah. Guerrero couldn't be any worse in the ring than Nyla Rose is. Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, then, yeah, uh, Guerrero, so I don't I'll care what AEW's calling them. I'm calling them the Hardy family of doom. They're not done anymore. Well, if they're going to call them the Hardy family, yeah, I'm just going to because... add the of doom because that's the least they could give us. It's the, yes, it's the Hardy family office. Alpha, I thought it had initials like three. And I don't like it. They're, they're the dungeon of doom. Embrace it office, and just accept oh, it, guys. Like, Yeah, and no one like the bunny is just all of a sudden a contender for like in the main women's. When they things. first started like, AEW, she, she had a she lot of matches. Wrestles, right? She was just going by Allie and not the bunny. She wasn't with Butcher and Blade yet. But then once she became their manager, she kind of stopped working and just became a valet for whatever reason. I guess they're just putting her back in that role. Whenever uh, whenever Whenever we were wrestling for a different Erie promotion that we will not speak of, didn't, uh, didn't no, she Butcher and Blade work for you? Was, was she up there too? <laughs> oh, okay. So it's just them two. And what was his no, name then? The Blade. No that's shit. Right. That's Pepper Parks. Yeah, yeah. Did. Pepper I Parks. did yeah. not. I did not know that. Wow. Funny story. Yeah. Uh, Braxton. Sutter and then he had another TNA. name in TNA. What was it? Sorry, when uh, Andy was first starting yeah, wrestling. Sutter, yeah. That was one of his first bookings as him and Pepper teaming up here in Erie. And I was the fucking referee for the match where Andy Williams won his first title. Because <laughs> they won the title there. And I also got the worst concussion of my life that night. That's so weird. <laughs> had nothing to do with that. Well, uh, we, we wrestled. Uh, I worked a promotion in uh, what's called Fairmont. And Andy was on it. And uh, he brought his. Is that where he worked? Uh, and... Did he work wow. uh, bulldozer? Wow. Yeah. The dude. I think I had to make the flyer for that. Beastman. Like, one of these. Yeah, like yeah, Beastman. Yeah. It was a good. It was a good match. Yeah. They beat the but shit. But his, out of his wife is stunning. But uh, yeah, it's pretty stiff. It's actually pretty good. Um. So anyway, uh, post match. All the women's stuff, all the post match stuff, is just uh, so overbooked. Every just... single time they have a women's match, there's fucking four to six women out there fighting with each other after every single segment. Yeah. I think they also don't really know which women they want to run with. It seems like they kind of changed their mind a lot. Like they obviously like Britt Baker, but then they'll like move. They're now they're pushing Ty. They were pushing. Uh, uh, Nyla Rose, and it's just they keep on kind of switching. I don't think Kenny really Omega, know as far as I know, is the booker of the women's division. Like. Yeah, that's I right. Have no idea. Uh, doesn't he date one of the women? Is it? But I think is it Rio? I think yeah, Rio's his girlfriend. Was her name Rio? Rio? Well, I don't know. Old old Jamie. I think that's Kenny Omega's girlfriend. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, old Jamie. <laughs> uh, while old Jamie looks one. that up, we had um, another promo with the arcade. Yeah, Miro sent up the arcade anarchy or whatever. Um, <laughs> I mean, 
I like how Mira said time to play the game or whatever. Uh, I wonder what that was over. There's with me. a website so. called datingcelebs.com. Oh, Jesus and Christ. You can, Kenny Omega's got a, he's, he's on here. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. As of, as of a, uh, April of last year? No. As of 2021, he's not dating anyone. Oh, you got a shot, Tim. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yes. In the past, I mean, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't keep up with him. He does too many hand. They have like a full me. biography of him here. What the fuck site is this? No way. <laughs> His. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, could those, that could be Jason. That could be a link off of just, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not it's not the most uh, well. It's not the most well researched uh, site because it has his it? net worth, and it's. Somewhere it's it basically says somewhere between a hundred thousand and a million. Like uh, okay, my my net worth That's is a, somewhere between yeah. fifty dollars uh. and a million. So <laughs> <laughs> best guess. <laughs> best guess. Uh, so anyway, Chuck Taylor. Yeah, blah, blah, the blah, sooner blah. this is I'm all over, the that. better. Just, I have a swear to God, I arcades, think it's a lumberjack match with arcade games around the ring. <laughs> I bet you're right. Misleading. I mean, I would like to bump on it. I did get body slammed on a Dance Dance Revolution one time in a match. Kind of a bar uh, show. A, like like a, kind of a bar show. Was so. it a bar? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, John Mox- John Moxley was in Our the match life. with me. <laughs> so, uh, in the Irish Airborne, one one of the Irish Airborne is two body slams on the Dance Dance Revolution. I forget which one it was. But, yeah. yeah, only one of them exists. Dude. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It was it was. We'll say it's Jake. <laughs> so, uh, then uh, Scorpio Sky does his same promo where he's by himself in a locker room talking about. How well, he's a I mean, you know, he's, he's no one knows it, all of that. He's going to show it. Him having a cocky heel character yeah. does seem to fit him better than just being random, smiling babyface. Yeah, I like Scorpio Sky. I think he's good. It's weird that his buddies like have nothing to do with this. Uh, you don't see Daniels and. Kazarian really talks to him. They're angle that's now strictly too, been on Daniels dark. Where not, yeah, Christopher yeah, Daniels yeah. is legitimately in his 50s, and he runs the talent relations department in AEW. But he's been doing a gimmick with Kazarian where the next time they lose a tag match, oh. he's retiring and they're never wrestling as a team again. I would love it if they if he started actively trying to lose and, mm. and Frankie <laughs> just kept winning, and he was like, please, for the love of God. <laughs> Come on, Dignity. <laughs> I can barely I'll move anymore. 50s, man. Please help me. And then we have right, the Jay. main event. Uh, He's Silver uh, rail bump. Darby Allen dislocated um, his arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can, yeah. Poor, you poor guys Silver, man. He was right tripper, away, man. right with the way he keep on going his and, arm around and shit. Yeah. Well, he wasn't selling when he was laying there. He's just talking to whoever Reynolds. his tag partner is. Uh, Reynolds. I forget Trapp. the other guy's name, but Reynolds, I think, maybe. Yeah. He had started talking to him and, and being like, uh, just rambling talking. I, I love the match, so though. You could tell. I thought it was fucking hurt. great. I thought it was in one gear. Like, they were in yeah. 
a very high gear until really dude good. got hurt, and then they kind of had to take it back a couple notches, which is understandable. But they were on fire for that first. Third yeah, when he hits that, when he hits that shoulder block, uh, to like change. I mean, yeah. when he, like all the momentum changed, and he just starts like tossing yeah. Darby around. Not a. When Darby uh, takes that bump on the floor when he goes through the ropes, yeah. his head, his head uh, slammed on the floor. Slammed. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, Scout. Yeah, I he stole he stole your gimmick. I think. Uh, also, oh, yeah. Real quick, my note here. I have that <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you split me into two people. Draven as two people. That's my one hundred. There's the uh, yeah. There's you split my two people. There's my emo so, death defying stunt. Half and then there's my gym jacked up comedy guy half. Yeah. Wow, you are that's hundred percent body guy. Yeah. Plus yeah. I'm friends with so, me. it was <laughs> right. I'm yeah. Everybody it was, uh, that's one of my only that's only one of my only notes I have on this was uh, that this I, was when this uh, Aaron Drake went to that top rope so. coffin drop and none of the dark order actually caught him. <laughs> well, they practiced it, right? Like they, they knew Ugh, to get out of the way. Yeah. I was hoping that would come into play. Like at some point, I was hoping he'd try to hit it on silver and he'd move. Well, here's my problem with the Dark Order being faces. Uh, They had yeah, it was a little messy because everybody's supposed to be a baby face. You would think they wouldn't interfere, and they kind of didn't. But Sting still treated them like they did. Yeah, it was, that's why I was like, okay, are they heels? Because I wasn't treating them as heels in my mind until Sting did that, and I was like, oh. I think okay, it was just if you're, like you're going to have the if you're going to have the damn numbers game, but uh, you might as well yeah. use it, right? And, and Sting, he knows all about walking around with a baseball bat while ten guys try to attack him. So he was down for this. This is true. Is the Dark Order like NWO Hollywood yeah, now? Pretty much, they just keep adding people to. Uh. It. uh I did like the finish of this match being one of Darby's regular moves that wasn't as finished. Um, I think matches should end that way more often. Me too. Do you, I wonder if that was a plan or if they just did it because he was hurt. Tell. It looked like it was the finish. Like Nobody seemed sketchy. Like He didn't try and kick out. didn't stop counting. Yeah, so right. What's, uh, what's Darby's normal the, finish? He went for the Brody Bomb first, which would... Uh, the coffin know, drop. He so. falls off the top. Oh, that bucket. is his finish? Okay. Coffin. I was going to say, I was trying to think if there was, like, if his finish, if he knew that it was potentially going to hurt Silver more. Darby's so little. Like, I let well, my daughter fall like that. And she couldn't pin me for three afterwards. So. <laughs> uh, there was a part of this Excalibur well, yeah, on commentary. Not, like, <laughs> like, I don't know if you caught it. I'm sure you did. But it was when John Silver was tossing Darby around. And Excalibur was like, that was a Bradley Beal. I was like, that was, I was yeah. like, why would he? That's a random reference to throw. Yeah, throw I did there. catch. He does that all the time. Oh, does I he? Think a bunch of those inside, I think there's a bunch of those time. inside he jokes he used Beal. to do on commentary and PWG that he, and he tries to, to fit in. in. One of the things is, uh, he would always say, nobody kicks out of the Falcon Arrow every single time somebody would hit it, which is quite often on the Indies. And then everybody would kick out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw it was funny. I mean, I I do love Excalibur's just random it's shit. It's funny in AEW because that's Sheeta's finish, so she hits that all the time, and he says that nobody does kick so out. So actually, he gets to be right. Uh, yeah. When 
everybody came out for the big schmoz and all that <laughs> shit. I was, I was fucking terrified when Darby topaid Matt again. Hardy. Oh, I know. Uh, as soon as he started running, I was I was like, yes. "Well, Matt Hardy's not going to catch him, leg. and Matt Hardy's going to break his leg." <laughs> like, I was expecting the absolute worst. Yeah, it's the old Jimmy leg. Man. Yeah, it, yeah, it looked a little. I, I, mean, I, I thought it was rougher than it like, was. I thought he broke. I've seen guys on the Indies that are like you yeah. know, Wardlow's size, height wise, maybe not build wise, but they can barely catch a guy running and diving. I do that same uh, you can use between my, the middle you can, you can and bottom name. rope right dive, here. and I did it to Onyx one time, who's a huge fucking human being, and I, I almost knocked him into the first row. There yeah, and there's force. a lot of force coming through that, so, so that's why I was like, oh, man, he's going to – like they're all about to get hurt. But glad they didn't. Uh, again, a post, they do it too much. post-match attack, like always. Yeah. Uh, and then, so they end. They have this good match, and they end the show <laughs> with Darby Allen beating up Matt Hardy on the floor, which is not what any of us wanted to see. We just wanted to see this match and see Darby Allen or John Silver win. I didn't really care, but I just want to see a real the ideal match of the show would be Sting joining Dark the Order of the and match, playing not, games uh, with them. Yeah, that'd work too. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely don't want to watch Darby <laughs> Allen. Yeah, Matt or Hardy that, I guess. <laughs> I think I do think Matt is going to be more relegated no, to the manager, no. but both of, he he manages a woman and two teams, so I don't think any of them are going to get a TNT title shot. It probably will yeah, be Matt. I... Yeah. Is it? I mean, I assume they think it's to put Darby over and give him some victories over names. You know what I mean? But it's really just giving good matches. We don't care if he beats names. And most of these guys are, who watch AEW are smart marks. They don't really care if you beat a name. They just care about the quality of the work. I do feel so like, though, AEW has a thing where they tell like people Silver, to, like, let's try to make sure we get everyone punching everybody else at some point. That way, if we ever want to do a match, we can say, this happened four weeks ago. Like, because dudes... 13 months ago, they yeah. touched each other's... Like, there's always just so many random fights. Well, before the show ends, I got to go to Jason's hot takes. A lot of them are taking... Again, where is Jason now? Did he get eaten by a shark this week again? The intro... He's in in he's in pro-am bowling tournament? Gary Gergich. There's a... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. We're going there for research for jasonsfanfic.com. So <laughs> he put uh, Kenny and Sidell was fantastic. That's his. It's not really line. a hot take. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Oh. Uh, Hangman. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I call this Jason's hot take. Some of them are just warm or like, I don't know, <laughs> not even go. warm. Um, Room temperature, Jason's room temperature takes. Uh, Hangman and Bonani, he said it was okay. Uh, blah, blah. Same thing we said. He's like, nothing special in the promo with Archer, Britt, or Christians all in a row. Um, he said the the Pinnacle and Varsity Blondes was solid. We kind of agreed. Taz promo was blah. QT uh, 
Uh, Cody said, my heart is not in this. I guess Cody said, my heart is not in this. And he's like, that summed up that whole segment. (laughs) Um, Cody, uh, the Kenny promo, maybe this is why Cutler didn't get much in so Cody could run him down. What what does that mean? Um, Like, he's so... (laughs) He, he... He also liked the whole I choose you, I choose you, I didn't choose AEW gimmick, which I love that too. Um, he's like, Jay's promo did the job, I guess. He's like, Miz and Mrs. looks good. I mean, Rhodes to the top preview looks good. <laughs> well, um, Nyla looks super sloppy and slow. Same thing we said. Uh, the Hardy promo, Miro promo, nothing happened. Yeah, pretty much. Um, next week card is... Pay-per-view quality. Uh, let me that? try to think what's on it. We got I, I the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid versus the no. Good Brothers and Kenny. That's pay-per-view quality. Uh, I honestly... Yeah. Arn Anderson uh, and Cody. quality, I'll say that much. <laughs> uh, the Arcade Anarchy. That's true. I can see that being on a pay-per-view. Yeah, we, uh, there's also Christian Cage and Kazarian. I don't know. Which should have, be good, but I'm I'm not gonna say that's pay per view. Uh, you said Kenny and the Good Brothers against Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid. No, uh, they haven't. Maybe I don't know. Are we assuming Darby and Matt they would, Hardy? They would probably advertise that ahead of I time. Would I think would think so. Well, there's there's already how many matches did I you say was so. on this I, week's episode? So I'll give Jason's score first. Six. So there's already five announced. So. Six, yeah. So I mean, with five oh, matches the announced, arcade. there might the be arcade like match. one random match this thrown in one. there, but this is probably the full card. I mean, I guess this is like a WWE fast lane pay per view. Yeah, because the arcade match will be long. Might as well so be. Jason... Don't put that. Don't put that <laughs> evil on them. <clears throat> so Jason's score blows my mind. Uh, he gave it a 65. I Jesus, think he's in the podcast. Far above what I he might have brought that down some. And I have. So I really do go yeah. through. What I rate you, each then, segment. David? I average it out. I turn it into 100 and then, uh, you know, have a legitimate what I feel the show did. This week I got a 49 right around mid-levels. I mean, tag was fucking okay. amazing. And I liked Pinnacle's okay, promo. Do mine, then. But there was just a lot of, a lot of. A lot of Nyla Rose. Wow. I I gave gave it a 37. So I'm a little lower than you. Jesus. So the the range is, what, 65 to 35? We kept on going down. Yeah, I I mean, there's just, there were too many promos. Like, even if they would just space them out a little bit, but it's just, you. I think promo stuff doesn't bother me as much because I understand it. Like, they want to be the alternative to WWE. WWE, if they're not using you in a current storyline, they just make you sit in catering. Here, they don't want to make anyone feel like they're not part of the team, so they try and cram too much stuff on. But at least you say, I haven't been on TV in a month, because you'll at least get a 20-second yeah. promo like Scorpio Sky. But I also think we're biased because we're the boys, and we want spots. I- so I don't even know if it makes show it like be worse because you're I like that on. they do it because like Draven said, it does I mean, you don't it keeps a lot of storylines going. But sometimes I feel like 
you shouldn't have so many in a row. I think that's what really makes it stand out to me. Sometimes when you get a, a better balance, yeah, a better balance of letting things breathe would yeah, definitely help. Yeah, and they so like two, you two just don't three the last one you're going to remember is the last show. one you watched. That's the one you're going to think about probably more than the I don't know. Like I yeah, they need to space them out more like cuz I do like that they continually are building stories and where WWE just sort of it's just, the same story every week. I just looked through here and figured it out in my head. One thing they can definitely save some time and let things breathe. So they had six matches, and three of them had gigantic post-match beatdowns that were exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. Just Even if you just two of those, that probably makes yep. the show feel a whole lot different. You can between, probably add a match between the promos. Space out the promos and add a whole match. You could have Wardlow squash someone, if, you know, and just get a look at Wardlow, which I would rather watch Wardlow kill Brandon man. Cutler or whatever and murder the man on Nash, national television. Uh, all, which score, I feel like is pretty fair. Fifty, if you take all our scores together. So. Yeah, there wasn't uh, like my score was so low. Yeah. Like I've kind of, I mean, I've pretty much gotten used to the. We're going to get a lot yeah. of promos. So my score was more that I didn't feel like other than Kenny and uh, like other than the opener and the finish and the closer, like I didn't care about really anything else that happened during, during the show. Let me ask you this because it may change the way you perceive what your score is. Yeah, the women- So if you're going to rate this 1 to 10, would you really think this was like a 3 out of 10? Uh, ye- That's essentially what something in the 30s would be is a 3 out of 10. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably go with a three. Uh, well, I would give it a four I, I mean, out of ten, which my thirty seven is yeah. about. There. I mean, the opener sure was enough. really good, uh, and then I really liked the main event. But which, which, I mean, you know, it's more than you can really get from WWE. So you just said that you like really, really like three out of the six no, matches. Two of the matches, three out of ten. Opener in the in the main. You didn't like the six man tag with Lucha Brothers. Uh, yeah, I yeah I liked it, but it was just like it's. Yeah, I don't know. I probably would have to raise maybe up to a four. Or I don't know. That yeah, that's three matches. That's half the matches. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but the the, pro- the problem is a lot of the promos were bad that's and matches a that were bad point. were very bad. That women's match was bad. And I in the pinnacle and the varsity blondes and Dante Martin was really for no reason. It's I just because they didn't want to do another promo. Like, well, Sean beat those guys first so and then do a promo. The other guys, so they had to give him a win. I think they're going to give him a couple wins yeah. to try and bring up his stock to even out. That, yeah, that would make sense. But like, yeah, that was bad. And then like, uh, you know, John Silver getting hurt, which is no fault of his, but that definitely took away momentum. Because whenever someone gets hurt in a match, I just then I start focusing on the guy being hurt. Be like, oh think, shit, poor guy, poor guy. I think like, we get PTSD you know, get of worse. Uh, times we've like been the hurt. Know what that's like to have to try Caesar and was. He, I definitely was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, I know what it's like when you something happens bad, and you're like, I just got to get through this. <laughs> like, um, the Hangman Agreed. Page and Caesar match was kind of for no reason, really. So that's why I'm at like I almost could go forty, but thirty seven. I do. I was like thirty five at first. I was yeah, because like, no, I don't no. know if yeah, any like, of the 40, promos so that's why I went stood out but... to me. Yeah, the Mox one. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I I liked over the half Mox the show. One, I guess, of course. 
I just know that uh, I would rate. Yeah. It didn't have even any, I mean, the lowest rated AEW show that we've done since we started this above any of the WWE products, in my opinion. Wow. I don't know. I have to watch, I haven't watched WWE product, really. Not, I, not I start don't to finish think, or I physically don't think it's through. possible. For I haven't somebody watched to start to start WWE show in years. Yeah, I, yeah, there's no way. Uh, I. Of, re- of the past like three weeks, uh, I haven't been as high on NXT as I was for a while, uh, but I still think it's a great show. Uh, yeah, Raw and SmackDown, everything AEW, like their entire their full show is better than any of those either of those full shows. Yeah, just but then they have too much dumb WWE shit. SmackDown has some moments. It sucks because the things that are really good are really good, but then there's so much bad yeah. around it that it just brings yeah. everything down. I really like Roman Reigns' new character and the whole thing they're doing there, but yeah. I don't want to sit through the rest of SmackDown just to see the Roman Reigns shit. Agreed. Yeah. Well, well, we're uh, this is still one of our not one of our it's one of our higher rated we've done out of like the. Podcast I mean, I gave the last week's show a 71. Yeah. Okay. But I guess we're trying number two. The last week's show was our highest board. rated show I think well, we've ever rated. Jason's already calling yeah. the next episode a pay-per-view quality, so. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we're <laughs> He's have... setting everybody. He's setting the. Yeah, the... he's setting a high bar. He's already uh, biased. A little high. <laughs> we will see. Yeah. Well, I don't he think can clarify. Is it a uh, TNA pay-per-view? Right, yeah. That's a low bar, right? Ooh, maybe. Oh, did you see? So, speaking of real quick, this involves AEW. TNA had its lowest rated show ratings-wise. Yeah, that's a bad look. Of the year. And it had Kenny Omega on it. Yeah, it is. But, I I mean, the lowest rating of their year is literally only, like, 500 people difference, you know? Like, they're getting... 200,000 is their top of the line, and like what 150 is the bottom of the line. That's not really that that much of a wiggle room. That's true. Yeah, it's like it'd be like us drawing our smallest crowd. Oh, well, we only draw the 30, days when we're running against the garage sale. So. Yeah. Did you see Impact has moved their shows <laughs> yeah. to Thursday since uh, NXT moving to Tuesday? As there was going to be a war there. Yeah, I saw that. There's a yeah. There's a wrestling show <laughs> every day of the of weekday. No. Yeah. Imagine, imagine being a uh, person who covers all these. Like I watched some of the other, or listen to some of the other podcasts. You have, you yeah, have to watch no, wrestling dude. every single day. Some of it's pretty bad. I mean, of course they make money. So, but uh, till next time, no, uh, we will. He's uh, never going to be back. Have He's Jason back? Doing too much work uh, on the week. Yeah. This one came real money doing. Well, I know, right? <laughs> That's where yeah. the money is. <laughs>